0: You found the Sharks Broadcast podcast. Subscribe, and if you like what you hear, give us a five star rating. What to do or anything, but after a Doobie Brothers or during a Doobie Brothers tune, especially the ones that Michael McDonald sings, it's always fun to do your best Michael McDonald imitation. I don't know. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying.
1: I mean, on a Friday too. I think it just it, it just makes you feel that much more better. To it does and, and empowered.
0: It does. <laughs> Yeah, Trade and I were in here singing, yeah. Oh, Phoebe."
1: So, uh, one of my big ones is uh, Steely Dan's Peg. You can hear him sing Back Up on, on that one. Yeah, that's the most fun one. Back <laughs> I think that's the most fun one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not much to it. It's, just, it's like a minimalist thing. <laughs> <laughs> like you're about to do something stupid
2: don't be stupid i have to say something stupid
0: why is everyone so stupid
1: i know you think i'm stupid don't
2: you stupid is stupid does sir you are a stupid
1: stupid man stupid news brought to you by driscoll law firm injury law family law. They're online at DriscollSeacoastLaw.com. Well, you know, we've been hearing about the real estate bubble, Sarah. How about the porta potty bubble? Yeah.
0: woo, mm, it's Rent- a stinky stupid today. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Renting uh porta potties apparently uh, is a situation's gone way up. And reading into it here at shark1053.com makes perfect sense. You think about um you know, over the last year all of the outside dining and yes. all of the extra porta potties that have had to been used to create mm-hmm. uh, a nice area of which to uh, relieve oneself yes. when you're on the outside and you can't go inside. <laughs> uh, also, I guess uh, there's a lot of, during the shutdown, uh, a lot of the porta potty manufacturing uh, went off. It was shut down as well. And it's kind of a higher maintenance thing. You know, the porta potties go through an awful lot of they uh, do. wear and tear. Yeah, they
0: do. <laughs>
1: and uh, that's why it's difficult to, to find them. Mm. So, yeah.
0: And people who were quarantined, they needed a porta potty. Outside of their house, right? Isn't so that I something? Think, yeah. yeah, I was hearing a lot of about medical that. Medical workers, yeah,
1: medical mm-hmm. workers. They would have like these, you know, they'd be in the in the cellar or something, you know, and then in a home that only had you know one one uh, bathroom. Yeah, so they'd set up you know their own little area uh, during those quarantine times. That's another yeah, issue.
0: It's cheaper than a new bathroom. I can tell you that.
1: Yeah, and uh, like we had a family reunion a few years ago, and uh, you rent it was very very nice, very clean, very easy to yeah. to, to deal with. Uh, uh, they yeah. have
0: upped their game, I'm telling you. I generally, as a rule, will avoid a porta potty like, <laughs> uh, you know, like the plague. Yeah. But uh, sometimes, you know, you gotta just bite the bullet. Yep. It's usually when I'm out in <laughs> nature, right? So if I'm on a hike or something, they have porta potties at the bottom of a mountain. Oh, yes. Or at state parks or whatever, I will bite the bullet. And it's, the, you know, one of the only reasons why I wanna stay healthy and active. And keep my quad muscles in place is for the hover, <laughs> because I, I, if I go into a porta potty, there's no way I avoid like. Touching my skin to any part of that place, uh-huh. I just want to hover, yep. do my business, and get out <laughs> as quickly as possible.
1: I tell you, as a dude, uh, they've made an <laughs> incredible, uh, you know, development here over the last twenty years or so, where you yep. can just take a take a quick uh, left. You step in, you take a quick left. Your your situation. You don't is even right have there. to look at the hole. No, I don't even have to look at the area oh. that you guys got to deal with. Yeah, yeah.
0: Occasionally, the hole is so bad, I will put in like extra toilet paper just yeah. to cover it up so that people. do don't even have to look at that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, uh, thank you.
1: That's nice. Yeah, I appreciate well, I,
0: that. I, I try and make the world a better place. <laughs> <laughs> We've got five young cannibals and TLC all the way. <laughs> at Rogers Pizza. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's right here on Central Avenue in Dover. And it's just, it's so good. Yeah. I've got such a craving for pizza. It's ridiculous today. Friday is a big pizza day, by the way. A lot of people get in takeout.
1: Yes. Um, yeah, that was uh, unbelievable. All the different uh, specialty uh, pizzas that we were very, uh, oh. it just went on and on. I was It wonderful. did.
0: It was like a, the whole table was like a landscape of meat and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was
1: truly a beautiful thing it was one anyway the, yeah one of the things that was not on it though was uh, uh cicadas uh this is the is first it
0: cicada like john cicada or is it cicada
1: uh, cicada like katie uh, yeah i think it's cicada yeah cicada? Like, like a kid c- these are the uh the bugs i don't know they're, they're not that uh, attractive quite frankly they no. look kind of cockroachish yep nothing against you know bugs but man they don't you look at them as they're breaking out all over, a lot of uh, Midwest, we get a lot of Midwest uh, footage of the cicadas mm-hmm. as they're breaking through. It's a one ever it's kind of a forest ranger train thing. Every 17 years, these things are in swarms. Yeah. And uh, to the, there's so many of them that uh, people like in, you know, the Midwest, Maryland yeah. specifically.
0: Very close. I thought they were all about the crawdads in, in Maryland, isn't it? like Yeah. The-
1: yeah. Yeah, they right. do Maryland uh, crab cakes and football. Crab
0: cakes. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. what Maryland
1: does. Right. But uh <laughs> yeah, they're putting us.
0: getting the, into the cic- cicada cicada.
1: Yeah, the cicada <laughs> pizza. So um wow. yeah, I don't know. I I eat I I've eaten uh crickets before. Mm-hmm. Not like, you know, fresh. Out, I, it was out in Pennsylvania. My folks got it as kind of a joke uh, thing. You're going to eat that? Was, yeah, why not? You're supposed to be eat. And it was was it was like a candy. It was almost like a Boston Baked Beans yeah, type of thing, yeah, but yeah, lighter. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've done it before, and people, some people say it's nasty, and some people say it's uh, pretty good. So.
0: I don't know what the difference is, though, honestly. Like, if you... I mean, I hate to say it, but if you're a meat eater, mm-hmm. and you discriminate, like, one animal... F- for another animal, it just doesn't make sense to me. As a meat eater, I say yep. that. No. I, as a meat eater, I also say that there's there's certain type of animals. You know, I'll eat and certain types. I won't, but I can't see myself like not eating a cicada cicada pizza.
1: Yeah, as long as I mean, it, you why know, not? As long as it's good, right? You know, if, it's I mean, a bug. A, yep.
0: I mean, I'm sure I've eaten bugs. Before, yeah, sure. Not knowing that <laughs> I done so.
1: Yeah, sometimes, you know, you go out for a walk and you just end up eating a black fly or a yeah, mosquito or anyways. Yeah, or sleeping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you
0: know? I'm sure something has crawled in there.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, sure, I, I would, I would load it up. You know, yeah, we'll park, call uh, Rogers to see if we could load up a, one of them cicada. Uh, pe- I don't think they got the cicadas over at Rogers. I
0: don't think so. No, but I think I want to call them up. Okay, to see if they uh, will do that at some time in the future.
1: <laughs> hey, Mike, you load up one of the cicadas.
0: Hey, Mike, <laughs> get us a cicada pizza here, pizza pie over here, quick. <laughs> we'll call him and see. David Bowie coming up next. What were you gonna say?
1: No, was, uh, no, was, you probably. Say, oh, uh, uh, yeah, if okay, you have it all. Making
0: that. Train. Well, we have a craving for pizza now. I know it. Just Talk- talking about cicada, cicada pizzas.
1: <laughs> you know, you wouldn't think talking putting about bugs on a bunch of pizzas would would be that appetizing. But yeah. man, yeah, the pizza cravings are rolling.
0: It really is. So we're gonna try Rogers and see if we can leave a message. See what they do. Maybe they will consider it if we leave a message. Yeah. I know they're not open right now. It's too early, but let's see if we can get somebody on the horn. No?
1: Okay.
0: We'll try the festival.
1: They fire up their brick ovens.
0: Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't know.
1: I am the guy that fires up the brick ovens at 630. <laughs> oh, we didn't expect to hear anyone. Uh,
0: doesn't anybody have answering machines anymore? Is that like a thing of the past or huh. what? Uh, I don't know. Is everything online? Order online.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Order everything online. Oh, my goodness. Who else can we try?
1: <laughs> They're open about ten thirty. I have trouble getting them on the phone when, during regular <laughs> hours.
0: Regular. <laughs> Do they have a machine? Did you have ever- a
1: must have a separate number for, you know, like uh, delivery people, yeah, you know, does. food, food trucks and things.
0: Well, that's what we got to do. Can't say we didn't try it. We tried Rogers.
1: Try to get an inside line.
0: and Stratford House.
1: They must have those special inside lines for people, you know, hey, I got a delivery coming a little early, that type of thing, like a special line. That's what no, we need. I
0: think it's probably the boss's cell phone.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, right. you get it on there. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I
0: don't think there's a special line. All
1: right. There.
0: But, you know. We, we just want to put the plea out there to uh, a pizza place. Try the cicada cicada mm-hmm. on a pizza, and then we'll
1: try it. You know, 6.45 in the morning when you want uh, a rare bug <laughs> on a pizza place. <laughs> it, it's just a difficult thing to do. Who, who knew?
0: <laughs> who knew we <laughs> have trouble reaching anyone. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Stevie Nicks coming up next on the show. You... Welcome to your Friday. It's going to be a beautiful day today. The pick of the weekend, Sunday, Father's Day. Yeah, so... partly,
1: pl- partly cloudy, 86, not a raindrop to be found.
0: I know, I'm so happy about that. Hey, uh, maybe you don't have your dad anymore. Uh, maybe he has passed, and if he was a blood donor, maybe you want to bl- donate blood in your father's name because the Red Cross, now more than ever, the blood supply is getting re- Really low. So the Red Cross is asking for the public's help.
1: Yes. I have a terrible uh, admission here, Sarah. I've never done it, never donated blood once in my life. And, oh, uh, Treen, don't like-
0: you have like a. I don't even Very know. Very rare blood. What?
1: I, I don't even know what my blood type is. Oh my Isn't goodness. That sad? That's, that's wow. all. Whenever that happens, I go, oh yeah, I gotta do that. I gotta do that. I always say that. And they have, I have no excuse because all the time over the KFC hall in Rochester, one block away from where I live, they're always having blood drives over there. Uh, one
0: block away. Yeah,
1: that's it. I just walk there, uh, donate. So I, I gotta do that. I gotta I do that. I wonder if
0: they'll come right here in the shark tank and do it.
1: Oh, because
0: if yeah. they came to me, I would totally donate blood. Yeah, but it would take a it would take a little minute for me to actually go to them because I'm afraid of needles. I don't like them.
1: Oh, okay. a yeah. lot of
0: people don't like
1: them. I don't. I've always been told I have a good vein. I, that's, oh. what they always, that's what they always say. I was hey, like, all right, Look thank, at that thanks. big old vein. Exactly. I, uh, Train's
0: I, got a good vein. I appreciate that. Thank you very much.
1: And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Makes I got to do feel that. feel very manly. Yeah, exactly. You would think, you'd think I'd just be like standing in line to do that all the time. Right, you know, I'm not, I know. not afraid of needs. I got to do that. So okay. Clara Barton would want me to do that. She
0: absolutely would, yeah. Well, the most urgent need is for type O positive and Type O negative, okay. Which was not the old obscure band from the nineties. It's actually a blood type. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you want to uh, look up a blood drive around here, there's plenty of them. Okay, there's, there's so many of them. We've got a link right there on the Shark app. It's a Shark Morning Show with Sarah A-Train.
1: Here's what's trending on... Now for the brain strain. Oh yeah, I got the 40th anniversary edition of Raiders of the Lost Ark. And it's a dad's question. Happy Father's Day uh, coming up on Sunday. And 10% of New England dads, they want this. Only 10% of New England dads want this as their gift. What is it?
0: Give it a shot. Now it's not a big percentage. Only 10%. So... You know, you got to think that way, too. Like yeah. If it's time with the kids, that would probably be a bigger percentage. Mm-hmm. You know, but this is only 10% Yes. dads want this for Father's Day.
1: You know, what I, is it? That's nice. Time with the kids is a good one. Uh, I was thinking something golf or golf-related. Yeah. Golf clubs, it's not that.
0: No, it's uh. not that. Give it a shot. 877-45-SHARK. If you get the answer that we're looking for, you win a fabulous prize. It's a Shark Morning Show with Sarah and Atrine. Is there, It's a Shark Morning Show with Sarah and A-Train. We're playing the brain stream. All those
1: New England dads, 10% of New England dads. That's one in 10, according to my math. It well, is. They, they, they want this for Father's Day. What is it?
0: Eight seven seven forty five.
1: shark Good morning. What's your
0: guess?
2: Uh, I am going to say 10% of the dads would want breakfast in bed. Ooh. Oh,
1: that's good guess. N- yeah, good but- guess. Not breakfast in bed, though.
2: Sarah, I'm going to guess more cowbells.
1: <laughs> it is not uh, Gene Frankel playing the cowbell for Blue Oyster Cult. It is not. No.
0: No. Hey, Happy Shark, Father's not Day!
1: Not
0: <laughs> Thank you very much, right. uh,
2: David. Also, tell him Happy Father's
0: Day. I sure will. Thank you, Ed. You we'll do talk train. To...
2: I'm sure you got some out there. <laughs> 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 so what stays what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Amen.
0: Right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Bye bye. Bye, Ed. Beer. Beer, yeah. that's correct.
1: Beer, beer, beer. Yes,
0: that's
1: what I was going to say. Have a beer with some friends.
0: You are absolutely correct. Uh, hang on just one sec, okay? Okay.
1: There we go. Well, that cowbell is strong. <laughs> I can see see wanting that. Sure, it'd be fun to get a cowbell for Father's <laughs> Day. Why not?
0: We need a cowbell in our life. Yeah. Seriously. Like, David, we, David's a musician. We don't have one. Oh, Can no you kidding. It? We've got all kinds of percussion instruments in the living room just in case anybody gets inspired. That's a true statement. <gasps> but we don't have a cowbell. Oh. Anyway, yeah, beer is the correct answer.
1: Here we go. You know, is it? Is are you hoppy? More of a lager? What do you like? You know, that's... Do you
0: like one of those fancy, uh, like, hippie ciders going around?
1: Yeah. I like those uh, commercials. This is made with goat's milk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is made with dust bunnies. Check it out. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, uh, dandelion root. Oh, yeah, it's incredible.
0: Right. <laughs> you got to try it. Hey, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna make a cicada cicada beer. Oh yeah, soon, right? Because sure. we're just talking about that with the pizza.
1: Yeah, there's a cicada surplus. Put put it in the beer.
0: I think they'll probably do that.
1: Yeah, I could see that happening.
0: I don't know though. They're all about like nature and natural and not killing anything.
1: Yeah, but if they they die naturally, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, we've got uh Journey Rod Stewart all on the way on the shark. Help. So, it's Father's Day weekend coming up. We were just talking about if your father donated blood and he's not with us anymore, maybe you'll consider donating blood because the Red Cross is really in need of typo positive and typo negative blood.
1: Yeah, uh, it's great too. I just ran it through the Googler, Sarah, and it's very easy to find. Uh, you know, the one you're looking for. The one I was looking for is uh, KFC Hall, right on Columbus Avenue in Rochester. And sure enough, within two clicks, yeah. I got it. It's uh, next Friday, the twenty fifth, from noon to five thirty. So it's very easy. It you, is. Th- they meet you more than halfway as far as these blood drives and to find them
0: yeah yeah it is so speaking of dad we were going to talk about our dads today and uh, we got a couple of shout outs on our facebook page feel free to chime in there but uh tell me about larry what did he teach you what was the thing that he taught you the most oh uh
1: yeah dad uh he's he's unbelievable because he just has so many different um I don't know, abilities within the household itself. Like, it's like you need a guy to uh, cut a cord of wood. Oh, yeah, you can do that magically in the Aww. half a day. Oh, you need a guy uh, to make the world's best grilled cheese. Oh, he's got it. You know, uh, We're talking about dads and their inabilities to do laundry. Oh, man, he had a whole laundry system. Oh, he did? Yeah, he was, uh, you know, he still is. It's just, all he's, right, he's, dad. He's, he's the guy. He's just, I don't know, it's like an octopus with all these different talents and things. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: Oh yeah. that's fantastic.
1: Yeah, he was really, uh, I don't know, like... Uh, Operations manager of uh, our our household. Yeah, you know, a, Ma is great too, uh, terrific. But wait, it's amazing. Dad's different things.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard for me to talk about my dad. I lost him when I was nine, and there was so many things that I had to retain in my memory. Um, but gosh, I, I guess the number one thing he gave me, oof, I'm tearing up, is, uh, music. Okay. music. He was yeah. a jazz piano player. Uh, so I always had music. I uh, used to hide underneath the piano. I was the youngest. So when the older kids had to go to bed because they had school the next day, I could hide oh, underneath yeah. the piano. And my dad would let me do that. He would say, as long as you're quiet, you know, so me and the dog, me and Summer, the German Shepherd used to hide underneath the piano. Ah, nice. Because <laughs> we had a big old grand. Piano and it took up the entire room because we didn't have a big house. Okay. You know, but he was a you know he's a musician, wow. so he had to have his piano. Oh, right? so
1: the, the you could have the lid up and the yes, lid down. Yes, yes, lid up. Wow. It was a
0: beautiful yeah. instrument. It was a uh, Mason and Hamlin. If you know anything about pianos, that that's the top of the top of the. Uh, uh, you know, heap there as far as quality goes. But anyway, so he taught me about that. He also taught me how to pray. And he taught me how to... Wow, come on, Sully! He also taught me how to listen to people. Oh. He taught me how to look him in the eye and give him the time of day and listen to people because that's what how he treated you.
1: Like oh, very if he nice. If you had
0: something that was bothering you, he looked you in the eye. Oh. And every it was a testament to him as a person because he had seven kids and every single one of them said, I was his favorite.
1: Uh, (laughs) Ah! Oh, that's very nice.
0: Isn't that that great? Yeah. Because that's how he made us feel. Uh. Yeah. So anyway, happy Father's Day to you and yours. Mm. We've got men at work coming up next on The Shark. With double the eight-year-old woman from Nashua, 108 years old. Wow, dude. Yeah,
1: hey, pandemics, don't mess with Ruth Brown.
0: Yeah, no. She just celebrated her 108th birthday. That means that she survived not one, but two pandemics. She was born in 1913. Unbelievable. Wow.
1: It's funny, uh, you know, me and my, my fixation with sports. Every time I hear about folks that are, you know, in excess of 100 years old, I try to calculate how many Red Sox World Series they've lived through.
0: Oh, yes. Well, that's a good one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Which uh, she's done an extra three more than uh, the rest of us. So she saw seven World Series uh, wins for the Sox.
0: Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. (laughs) Uh, She has had she had 10 siblings and she was the oldest and she's outlived all of them. That's scary for me because, you know, I'm the youngest of seven. So surely I'm making plans of taking care of them Mm. when they when they get
1: older. That's interesting, because I'm the oldest, so there we go, Ruth. Come on now.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's right. (laughs) Yeah, uh, she said, um, you know, what it feels like to be 108, and she replied, well, it feels like 108. (laughs) (laughs)
2: They
1: always, it sounds like, and of course, it's common to hear this, but uh, they say, like, the first 100 years is a blessing, and, like, the the next 10 years after that isn't so much of a blessing, but, hey, you know... I. Most of the folks, I am
0: half her age and I get aches and pains all over the place. I know, know? so I can't even more than half her age,
1: yeah. I, less, yeah, less. Yeah, it's that that when you start doing that, it's like, wow, I haven't lived half their life, that's unbelievable. Yeah, right, yeah, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but. All the folks that uh, that that hit that age, though, honestly, you look at them and you can't believe that they're as old as they are. And I would never guess that Ruth was 108, not even close. Oh,
0: I know. I know. It's really unbelievable because at some point in your life, like you look at people that are older than you, if um, God willing, you make it to that age, there's going to be a time when you're all the same. Like, oh, yeah. you can't tell the difference between a 90 year old and a 70 year old sometimes. You know what I mean? They're all just, they're people. You know, time now for A Train Track and Celebrity.
1: Dun, 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 dun.
0: Sad news in the celebrity report today.
1: Oh, man. Baby, Baby. if
2: you've ever wondered, wondered whatever became of me.
1: We are Frank Bonner, the man who played Herb Tarlick, the radio salesman at WKRP, that Cincinnati fictional uh, AM station uh, mm-hmm. out there. Oh, man, what a great salesperson. Oh, he was great.
0: I really liked him. <laughs> Such a great <laughs> he, character. He was,
1: uh, of course, a cor- called uh, Gordon Jump, who played the big guy. Big guy. He was the one that really called him that all the time. Big in- guy. incredible lar- <laughs> loud, loud suits, very plaid, uh, three-piece suits all the time, yeah. and just a terrific sales. And uh, a real good uh, character in uh, television history. Absolutely, uh, Frank Bonner uh, passing away at the age of 79. Mm-hmm. My favorite scene. I think my favorite episode slash scene. Les Nessman, the newsman, comes down the hall.
0: Beep, 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 beep. He
1: says, "Warning." Herb Tarlick is selling life insurance and he's coming this way. <laughs> I guess Herb had a side gig of oh. selling life insurance and of course the rest of the he show. He must
0: not have been a very good salesperson if he had to, <laughs> a side gig of selling
1: something else. Yeah, yeah. I think he always just had, uh, he's he he always working some sort of action, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And yeah,
1: uh, yeah so the rest of the show, uh, Johnny Fever, who is a DJ, is just completely avoiding him hiding in all sorts of different places. <laughs> but uh, terrific, oh. terrific job of portraying uh, that character and uh, you know, when you've got somebody who's kind of, I don't know, an, an antagonist, yes. but you love to see him on the oh, screen. yeah, he was that's, great. Yeah, that's such, a, such an I don't know. I think that's such a compliment that you have an antagonist that you can't wait to see.
0: Right, right, right. There's a lot of those, and he was a good one. So yeah. rest in peace.
1: Yeah, also, I was reading through, Sarah. Um, I think everybody has said something uh, not perfect, so therefore everybody has been canceled. I swear, I looked through the, the my track Celebrities today, yeah. everyone's been canceled, yeah, so there's, there's no a, other uh, train tracks to celebrities to track. Uh,
0: yeah, there's a list that has come out that apparently, you know, people in their history have said something to offend someone, and some other person currently, recently in these times that we're living in, decided to make a list mm-hmm. of all these people.
1: Yeah. Why? Nobody in the future, nobody in the uh, present, nobody in the past has ever gone without God. saying something not perfect. So everyone's been canceled, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. I guess we've got the <laughs> romantics coming up next on the Shark. Hey there, I'm Sarah. At sweeping the nation. Who are, are you? you. 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 the famous celebrities in just three clues or less. Everybody, put your hands together for your two hosts and your two players, Sarah and Atray. This is a good one, Sarah. Now, yesterday I had Michael Damien. Michael Damien, the uh, soap opera star. Uh, it's one tune June. My thing is, you got TV stars, you got film stars that had uh, one big hit on the pop charts. And I've uh, been having a lot of fun with it. I'm going to finish you off with a, on a good note here, Sarah. This okay. guy. I would um, I'd call him an 80s icon. um An 80s icon just because of you know uh, the show that he was on. From... Uh, Michael Fox? No, it's not Michael J. Fox. Michael mm-hmm. J. Fox never had a hit. But uh, this guy, he, he he was first famous for uh, having like a three-day growth of beard. I remember that came in and it was just like, uh, oh, wow, this is a, a, an important thing. Do not shave. His uh, Five O'Clock Shadow was very popular in the middle 1980s.
0: Oh, boy. Jeez. Uh, some guy, TV star, had a hit on the radio. Five o'clock shadow. Nope.
1: Okay. Um, so this, uh, this song, in 1986. This is when this guy was like, you know, the the hottest star, top going. of his
0: game. Had okay. a had a
1: song called Heartbeat. It uh, reached number five on the Billboard Hot 100 singles charts, and I think he was helped out by Glenn Fry. Heartbeat was his big hit. Top How did it go? Hit. Do you remember? Oh, no, I remember mean, "Heartbeat" was the uh, chorus. I remember that "Heartbeat." Uh, it wasn't uh, my favorite song. <laughs> I will say this though: uh, he uh, is known as the the guy with the three day growth of beard. Yeah. Sonny Crockett was his name. Sonny Crockett, Detective Sonny Crockett. Oh
0: well, from Miami. Uh, oh yeah, Miami Vice. It was. Uh, oh yeah, Don Johnson. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. I was never a big Don Johnson fan.
1: The pa- The Pastels didn't like that, huh? I
0: mean. I, no okay he just didn't do it for me I know that you know people everywhere went nuts over him I was
1: thinking he was like Mr 1985
0: yeah, yeah yeah I guess so all right that was a good one Trane. Mm. uh yours it's his birthday today and I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say this is gonna be an easy one for you oh. I'm sure okay. I'm sure he is probably the biggest living musician
1: on earth oh biggest living musician on earth right now Uh, wow Uh, the boss just comes to mind springsteen no no okay living musician large in size not at all no no no, just uh popularity and popularity
0: he is a vegetarian okay um
1: he yep paul mccartney's birthday today He's a Gemini. That's
0: right. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. He's 79 years old today.
1: Yes. Of course he is. Oh, very good. Yep. Wow.
0: Happy birthday, Paul McCartney.
1: Man, he's a young 79.
0: I'm Ooh. telling you. It's unbelievable. These rock stars that are, you know, aging. Yeah. They still got it. I know. They I wa- still do.
1: I wonder if he ever thought when he wrote When I'm 64 that he'd be able to do, you know, cartwheels like 15 years past that age.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. He's touring, isn't he? Isn't
1: I, th- I think he's, he's talking about it. I'm not 100% okay. sure on tour dates. But man, I wonder if he's going to make it to 164.
0: I don't know. Let's hope. Yeah. Let's hope. If it's your birthday today, happy birthday to you, too. It's a Shark Morning Show with Sarah and A-Train. Sheila. Sarah and A-Train, it is time now for...
1: Our Boston Sports Insider, Tom Karen Carantese. Tom I'm um, Karen
0: T.C., what's up? Good morning. How are we doing? Hey, you know, not too, too bad. Not too, too bad. i got to ask you about Jerry.
2: How is he doing? He's doing good. He's uh, he's home. He's resting. He told me he's feeling much better. No. Uh, he, he's so, you know, touched by everybody reaching out to him and uh, all the people who have expressed well wishes. So yeah. uh, just uh, happy to get him home on the next step and can't wait to get him back. We miss him uh, on the podcast. Uh, but he's won tough son of the guns, no doubt about that.
0: Man, he's lived through a lot, and he's, he's still fighting the good fight. So would you give him our best?
1: Absolutely. ITC, how's your summer of Christian Arroyo going? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you like that,
1: didn't you? Yeah.
2: A grand slam. Little, I, I love when he was asked after the game. my said it was, uh, yeah, that was four thirty-nine. He's like, I didn't know I had that in me. <laughs> <laughs> he's fun. He's uh what a great moment, a great pinch hit. These games have been wild. I mean, pitching is, you know, we've talked all about the substances, but they're cracking down. Uh, and now all these games are suddenly, you know, 8-6, 10-8. Uh, but they're wild. They're a lot of fun to watch.
1: I've been trying to put sunscreen uh, with wiffle balls, <laughs> and I have n- it's not working at all. It has the opposite effect. I don't know what that's all about.
2: Yeah. Leave it to the professionals. These guys have been doing it for years. I i, I love two nights ago. Garrett Richards, the Sox starter, you know, who got it only massive four innings, didn't throw a single curveball. This guy always throws curveballs. And he said after the game, he goes, well, and I hope you like 10-8, because that's what you're going to get now. We can't rip the ball anymore. So this is going to be uh, really interesting in the next few weeks to see how the crackdown really manifests itself in the game and, and how pitchers react. I mean, there's a Tampa Bay Ray pitcher who's hurt, uh, elbow, might need Tommy John surgery, and he said, in a press conference, he absolutely believes it's because he couldn't use his stuff to grip the baseball and he hurt his elbow. Oh, wow. Huh. It's, Interesting. It's, uh, it's, it's now it's hitters against pitchers, uh, and, and pitchers against major league baseball. And, and it's, uh, it got a whole lot, uh, a whole
0: lot more interesting. Yeah. TC, happy Father's Day to you, and uh, hope you have a great day. And everybody spoils you on Sunday. Uh, that somehow doesn't happen. Said- but thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah.
2: Happy Father's Day to all the dads out
0: there. All right. <laughs> we'll talk to you next Friday. Hi,
1: guys. See you, The shark wants you to hit the road.